Boom! Hey, Cryptonauts, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to another episode of Cryptocurrency Chat. I am your host, Blockchain John, with your co-host, Jake Jabarelli. Hey, Jake, what is going on? Give me an update of what you've been doing. Oh, you really don't want to know. I've kind of been a little bit out of, under the weather, uh, sticking out at home, trying to keep my nose clean, literally. Um, <laughs> And just watching the news and trying to keep up with crypto and everything that's been going on. And, and honestly, we got some pretty interesting news today, especially starting off mm -hmm. with uh, Mr. Rogan and his uh, oh, yeah. controversial topics that he always, he's like, the, he's the new shock jock, right? He's the new Howard Stern, um, yep. even though Howard Stern's not dead. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, Before we get to that, though, um, you got, come on, we're in California, bro. We got the best weather going on right now. It's it's beautiful. I don't know if you you went out to go touch grass today, but it was nice weather today. I have a pool in front of my in front of my house, so uh, yeah, I have I have at least been outside once today. It is beautiful. It is a little warm. You're you're in the Bay Area, so it's not quite as warm where you are, but uh, it can get pretty roasty out here. It hit 91 out here. I'm not saying that's nice. bad, but I know some people who are up in like Colorado and, and Minnesota where it's snowing right now. It's <laughs> mm. <laughs> such weird weather. Um, so yeah, no, it's really beautiful. California's weather is great right now. I'm I'm not disappointed. Awesome. Yep. All right, so. Cryptonauts, let's head on over to our daily plug, which we have our coin tree here. You guys can check us out on YouTube. Uh, hang out with us on Discord. I'm always there. You can chit chat with me there. Uh, you can definitely connect with us on Twitter. I've been very active recently on Twitter. I'm starting to like be an addict after uh, the the King Elon has taken over Twitter. Uh, Twitch. Twitch is a new thing. We're getting more and more viewers every single time we start uh, making these videos. So definitely join us on Twitch. And we definitely got approved on Odyssey. We're officially on Odyssey. I'm going to show you guys our new page here. We don't have any followers yet. So if you can, please jump on over to the Odyssey uh, channel and click that subscribe button and uh, join us there on a decentralized platform. Finally, we're on it. Yeah. Uh, and also a bunch of other uh, connections there. You guys can. We've got a bunch of referral links. Coinbase, Gemini, Cash App, Celsius uh if you guys are looking for a a uh, i guess an exchange to use you guys can uh use one of our links and of course we get a little kickback from that also if you want to donate directly to us with crypto we have uh, a wallet here with bitcoin ethereum bnb raven that and a bunch of stable coins with that said i think it's time for the news of the day yay okay so um afraid to say i haven't really read all these news articles yet but i will at least hits on the uh, topical factors here. And in particular, um, we, and we didn't mention this before, but we use Crypto Potato as our primary news source, although we do reference other news sources on occasion. But Joe Rogan, shock jock that he is, uh, believes that the U.S. government is afraid of Bitcoin. Um, I don't think he's wrong, sadly. Uh, but I don't think that the U.S. government's afraid of Bitcoin for the same reasons that he seems to think. He says, um, during his most recent po podcast episode, Joe Rogan uh, reiterated his support of Bitcoin, asserting that the current status of the asset is similar to that of the early Internet. I think, this is his quote, um, of Bitcoin the same way I think of the early Internet. You know, it's, it's the wild, wild west is, is one way of putting it. Um, he says, I, I have a lot of hope for cryptocurrencies. I really do. I don't know how much... Uh, about I don't know much about them, but Bitcoin and Ethereum seem to be the ones that people talk about the most. So <laughs> I hate to put it in, in such a strange sense as to say that the man who's talking about this idea, which he's had Elon on the show, um, doesn't really know much about it, but I also get the feeling that Elon doesn't either. He's just promoting something he thinks is cool. And I don't have any problem with that. 
it just kind of feels like a crypto bro thing and it's kind of weird but i'm not personally a fan fan much of rogan anyways um i would go so far as to say if he invited us to go on the show i don't think i'd go i'd send john <laughs> what oh no. come on I would, no. I would i would definitely go no i'm sure you would but Joe? hit me up bro but, uh, not interested i think All right. so not it's not He's, he's a hot topic guy. I mean, like I said, Shock Jock, he's all kinds. Everybody's listening to his show all the time. He's He's got I, lots I of interesting thought... topics, but I'm not saying that he... It, I don't think of him as like a crypto guy. I just think of him as a person who's like, hey, that's a cool thing. I'm interested. But he's not well, like, you into know, crypto. Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan was one of the first, uh, I would say, celebrities that adopted a Bitcoin wallet. Uh, was, it, was it his idea? I doubt it. I think a lot of his... Uh, Fans just kind of said, hey, you should have a wallet. And he just opened up a quick wallet and uh, didn't really buy into Bitcoin. But considering that he had a Bitcoin address, a lot of his uh, supporters actually threw him some Bitcoin his way. Mm -hmm. So he does have a nice little stack of Bitcoin. Now, did he buy it himself? No. Um, over the years, just people have been donating into his uh, his Bitcoin address, which is which is cool, man. I wish that can be us. Hopefully we can be uh, the, the, the a shadow of Rogan, at least, you know. To have fans come over and, and tip us, please, please. We have a crypto wallet here on our corn tree. <laughs> tip us some coins, if you don't mind, I, at least for a drink or two. I would go so far as to say, uh, per the comments per, prior to the show uh, in the Twitch stream, that um, the U.S. government fears Bitcoin because it doesn't get to control it. So, I mean, and that's why, I mean, even though, you know, we know that Putin's been using uh, Bitcoin, but that's because it's a way to get around the sanctions. But um, the U.S. government doesn't like anything it can't control. doesn't matter who's, in, who's the president at the time. They don't like anything they can't control. And, and that includes even the rights that were written into the civil rights themselves. So um, it doesn't surprise me in the least. The thing that I'm really looking forward to, I know, John, you and I are both looking forward to the day when we stop judging Bitcoin by the U.S. dollar. When we mm -hmm. finally say Absolutely. that one Bitcoin is equal to one Bitcoin. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I, I think that has a lot to do with um, I was what was I I was watching a, a YouTube video and what was it It was like a live stream and some guys were bashing one of the um, one of the guys that was talking on on stage and they were saying why why would you spend your Bitcoin man This is insane Why would you do such a thing it, If you if you truly think Bitcoin's going to a hundred thousand or a million dollars Why would you even dare spend your Bitcoin Well. Because for the past couple of years, he has been solely reliant on Bitcoin itself. He has no other currency or fiat to rely on other than Bitcoin. He is 100% in Bitcoin. So I think when it, what it comes down to is that we as a crypto society, in order for that to become a reality, need to have that mindset as well and start relying solely on crypto to do our daily transactions. To be more like that guy, even though he was bashed for that, but in order for that to become the norm or the standard... We all need to start pursuing that instead of instead of training into fiat. So that's where we're kind of stuck in at the moment. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. I just realized I kind of ran over your article. Instead, instead it's supposed to be your article, not my article. My bad. I, that's I completely okay. apologize because I was going. Okay. It doesn't matter. I, mean, I really am interested in getting this next article about blockchain uh, Argo in the Texas site. But uh, would you like to take it? <laughs> um. Uh. Sure. Um. Okay, so this next article, let me just make sure I am on it. Okay, cool. So this next article is written by Shayanika Deka, Bitcoin Miners Argo Blockchain Borrow $70 million to buy equipment for Texas site. Now, Kryptonauts, if you don't know, Texas is a hotspot 
or a lot, a lot of, um, I guess, what cor corporations that are building like ASIC miners, more yep. or less. Yep. And th these are not like just home miners. These are multi-million dollar facilities, yes. massive, massive yes. facilities, miles upon miles uh, of just roadway of just this. this. <laughs> it's unbelievable. I was watching uh, another another video I was watching was um, Riot Blockchain. They just came out with the video. One guy went on there. He was a. Uh, it was escorted around by the CEO, and they were having a nice interview about what what Riot is doing. Now, if you guys don't know what Riot is, Riot is one of those uh, pioneers in in blockchain technology, especially when it comes to Bitcoin. They only do Bitcoin and nothing else. Now, they do have clients that they have, um, uh, I guess, loaning out some of the, some parts of their facility, and they, they uh, under what's what's the what's the word. Um, it, it's private. Their their contract is private, so they can't really say what their what right. their clients are are mining. Yep. But uh, they said that the, the other other than Bitcoin, there's possible there's a possibility that some of their clients are mining uh, other things other than than Bitcoin. But for Riot itself, the majority of the facility, they are mining strictly Bitcoin. Yeah, they're the ones now, that are building those 1.7 gigawatt uh, power station there in Texas, outside of Austin, I believe. Yeah. So. Now, regarding this, the 70, 70 million dollar, uh, this was a loan that was approved uh, in April to July. And here's a quote. I'm going to read this quote here directly from uh, Crypto Potato. It's quote. Uh, this is from the chief executive of Argo, Peter Wall. Quote, we are delighted to secure this addition non-dilutive funding, which will enable us to continue fitting out phase one of our Helios site. NYDIG understands the financial requirements of large-scale Bitcoin miners, and we are excited to continue working with them to execute and deliver the next phase of Argo's growth. Now, this is really, really cool because uh, Argo has been expanding uh, in the past couple of years. And look at, here at the bottom, where is it at? Here at the bottom, too, they increased, they increased their revenue by almost 300%. Dude. That's yep. insane. Yep. That is insane to think that a corporate business can increase 300% in a year. Yep. You want, that's you want to compare that to Facebook that's now currently fizzling out, right? You want to find something right. that's, that's actually going to produce more money for you? It's, it's pretty glaringly this, obvious that crypto is the way to go. Exactly. This just tells you that, that crypto is the, the, the new frontier. 300%, bro. Yep. 300%. They, they, yep. they got an extra $100 million off of that. Of course, they took a loan out for $70 million, but still. Yeah, they, they knew they people off. were yeah they pay it back real quick that's the one thing that i know yeah. personal experience and full disclaimer I, I run my own farm if people don't already know it um i'm quite aware of how much money can be made off of farming and the, the neat thing about it obviously individuals don't necessarily have the cash right uh, how do you come up with mm -hmm. the kind of money to uh, do this kind of 70 million i don't have 70 million dollars but i am quite highly aware of how much money can be made because even though the market's down right now, well, it's up in the moment in the last you know, 24, 48 hours, but um, it's been down for a while now. We're, we're, we're what, 40,000 on Bitcoin where we were previously at 70? Mm -hmm. And so all the GPUs, especially with the release of Intel GPUs that are coming out, and we're looking forward to seeing what happens with those so we can see how we can use them to mine. I'm, I'm excited about that. But yeah. it's a great time to buy GPU hardware if you have the cash because mm -hmm. it's super cheap. And you know exactly how much money you can make off of it. So, question: Where, what, what place would you recommend buying GPUs? Uh, <laughs> um, Alibaba. I, it, if you have a contact, yes. E eBay. But 
eBay or Amazon, well, not even Amazon. eBay is probably Excellent. the best place to do it. Uh, uh, Newegg or eBay if you can. But if you're just buying individuals, just find some bro, just some person locally you on Craigslist or something who's trying to get rid of his rig because he wants to get out of ETH. You know, you're going to find a better deal locally than you're going to find you know, online. The problem with online is even though people are trying to shed their cards real quick, you don't know what you're getting. It's better to have the, the product in hand. Now, if you're going to buy new, then, yeah, I'd say go on, on Amazon or Newegg or something where you know you can get new hardware. But yeah. if you're going to buy, you know, a million dollars worth, you should probably make a deal with a bigger company. So uh, back to this uh, Argo um, a news article. So they actually their, their new facilities is pretty damn cool. It's top of the line stuff. They're 126,000 square foot on the on West Texas. And the majority of it is powered by wind and solar energy. Mm-hmm. That is the way to go, especially the way that the prices of fuel is going up. Forget about it. Forget about it. Electricity skyrocketing. Forget about it. You know, they're, this is now they're basically trying to become independent with wind and solar. That's awesome. And I'll just keep it going, you guys. Keep it going. This is a good way to go. I wonder, are, are they? They're on. They're on Nasdaq, right? Yeah, they're on Nasdaq. Mm-hmm. Are they? I thought they were. I gotta check that out after the episode. But yeah, let's <laughs> head on over to the next news article. Oh. I think you were going to do that one because I was going to do Dubai. Sure. So just continue on. Sure. All right. So the <clears> next <throat> news article is Andrew Thorvalos. Uh The Fed announces 0.5% rate hike to fight inflation highest in 22 years. Now, this has been all over the news today, May 4th. If you guys have turned on the TV and, and watched the news or heard it on the radio, which I listen to to talk radio and, and news radio on my on my commute to and from work. And that's the the biggest thing. Hey, the Fed announced 0.5% rate hike, which is phenomenal, you know, because the original uh, proposal or the, the, the speculation was that it was going to be a 3.5% rate hike, which was going to just destroy the economy. Yeah. And that's why it recently in the past few days or weeks, we, you guys, we have noticed that there has been a decline in, in price volatility. Mm-hmm. Pretty much uh, things have been going either stagnant are going in the negative. Now, if you guys are in the crypto space, you guys have been seeing it going to the negative. If you guys are in traditional stocks, you guys have been seeing it going to the negative. Now, the biggest reason was because the Fed was was delaying their announcement of what they were going to do, and a lot of people were scared. Do I keep my money in in, in stocks, in trading? Do I keep it in crypto? Do I take it out and in, 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 in liquid in liquidity? And people didn't know what to do, so uh, that's why you see that downturn. Now, here's the announcement. It's out today. 0.5%. This is it. This is official. So yeah. this technically shouldn't hurt that much in comparison to 3.5. Right. Now it's going to be a little ding, but it's uh, what what's said is that in order to to fight against inflation, the Fed has to. It's 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 un, it's inevitable. We we have to put a uh, a slight rate rate hike back there. Now it's 0.5%. Uh, Jake, you uh, you've been around longer than I have on this planet. Is 0.5%? Um, a reasonable rate or is it still too much <laughs> i mean I, I will say that when i was a little kid in the 80s um yeah, I'm dating myself right there um the uh my parents got a loan for the house we bought in the early 80s for 12 percent. can you imagine a mortgage for 12 percent? it sounds insane right yeah the amount of money you'll pay over a 30-year time would be almost three and a half times the price of the house and they did. And in fact, my mom's still paying it off and it's been more than 30 years. Um, so, yeah, it, a half a percent, nothing. In fact, when I owned a house, what, 
over, a little over 10 years ago. Um, I think it was at four and a half percent. And I know people who have houses right now who are, who are at two and a half percent and they're not even on 15 year loans. So yeah, half a percent, not much. It, it's helpful. Obviously it will help turn the economy around decrease the interest rates um, uh, or the inflation rates per se, but it's, it's not much. And the thing that I think that people more like Warren Buffett are probably more concerned with is that that rate is going to go up more in the short run. So yeah, we get a half a percent rate hike and then probably another half a percent and another half yeah, percent. I would not be surprised if this president gives us a one and a half percent total hike. Yeah, over over time. Yeah, it would, over time. well, yeah, that was so the word that they used on the radio was uh, the feds are trying to do the best to create a soft landing effect. Yes. You know, instead of just being catastrophic and crash yeah, landing, knocking it, you know. they're trying to make it a soft landing to try to not have an impact our daily lives too drastic. Yeah. I mean, when, now, you, here, when the rates go up, you just buy more bonds, right? Because then now you actually, you actually get more interest yeah. out of them. Here's a quote from uh, Jerome, uh, Jerome Powell. Uh, quote, we have both the tools we need and the resolve that it will take to restore price stability on behalf of American families and businesses. That, I, that's a quote I truly do not believe, especially coming out the mouth of Jerome Powell. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry, man. I just, I don't believe the guy. I don't. Well, I mean, just look further but, down. It says Bitcoin appeared to react positively to the news, spiking from 38.7 to 39.8. Well, yeah, so did, so did the S&Ps. That, that's mm -hmm. what I was saying is that once, once it was revealed what the the hike was going to be at 0.5 percent, everything came to the positive. Now, if you guys haven't noticed, we don't have the stock market up right now, or we don't have uh, CoinGecko up right now, but it is in the positive. Mm -hmm. uh, stocks are also in the positive. Everything's pretty much doing really good because a 0.5 percent hike, and that's the official rate in, in comparison to 3.5. A lot of people realized, oh, that's actually really good. That's not that bad. And people immediately invested back into the market, especially on a Wednesday. This is pretty good because it gives two, uh, two days before the end of the, uh, before the end of the uh, the trading week. Yeah, the entire market is up five and a half percent in the last twenty four hours. So, all right. So on to the next news here. Uh, we're having to do with the other side of the world in the Middle East, Dubai in particular. Uh, Felix Mullen tells us Dubai regulator will open offices in the sandbox universe now. Sandbox metaverse. is a sorry, metaverse. Yeah, not universe, the fake universe, otherwise known as the metaverse. <laughs> um, at least sandbox is metaverse. The sandbox is a what? So it's still in the alpha version or the beta version of the game. And it went on sale, what, several months ago? I think, what was it, December or November? Uh, maybe it have been separate. I know it was last year when they first started uh, opening it up to uh, NFT purchase that people could get into it for. But this is kind of like, well, I mean, it's almost identical to. Um, Decentraland, you know, Sandbox is just another example. It's just more of a game than it is just a, an interface to, you know, involve yourself in virtual reality. So the government of Dubai is not slowing down its efforts to promote the development of a local crypto industry and it appeals to the crypto enthusiast. On the 3rd, that was yesterday, the uh, Dubai Virtual Assets Regulatory Authority, or VARA, announced the purchase of a piece of land in the Sandbox metaverse. And I guess... You know, when you got as much money as Dubai has, you can do pretty much anything you want. <laughs> um, a lot of money going around there from oil sales. Here's a quote. Dubai is creating a prototype decentralized decentralized uh, regulatory or regulatory model 
inviting international thought leaders, global authorities, governance custodians, and international shapers to participate, exchange knowledge, and problem solve collectively so that we enable the dynamic virtual asset sector to build economic resilience, accelerate social inclusion, and address environmental stability, which interestingly enough, as much as Dubai is kind of there in the middle of the sand in the desert, is something they're very much concerned about because they know that the oil they have underground is not going to last forever. So they want to you know, keep that on the in the, in the future thought. And uh, I, I don't have any problem with this. I, any kind of development you can do, anything you can f use to foster the idea of participation in another format, uh, I, it's, any, it's hard to ask since um, I can't see what's on Twitch, but if anybody has seen or liked the movie um, uh, Ready Player One, then you're probably aware with the kind of ideal that Metaverse seems to be going for. I know I like that movie a lot. That was pretty cool. Um, I hope it's not as bad as that, but I hope, hope also hope it's as good as what can be possible. Everybody seems to be getting into the metaverse when um, now that Facebook has changed its name. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm grateful that Dubai is participating and getting into this because we need more money involved in the thing, and I, I think they just see it as as the next great step. So. Mm -hmm. I'm not. So, I'm personally, I'm not so sure about the sandbox. I guess the reason. Like, let me just give an example as a as a contrast or an ideal. The thing that always bugged me about the sandbox and things like um, Mega Cryptopolis, which is another metaverse, is that it's only available to those who can afford it. And the thing I've, I know I've advertised this before. It's, I don't even know if we have a plug for it, but I, you remember we can get it. No, there is. Yeah, there is a. There's an. Um, what's it called? A. Uh, a link we can share but i play upland because upland is the only thing i've ever seen that actually offers nft purchasable land in a metaverse environment where anybody can get in no matter how little money you have you can literally start for free and get into properties immediately now you can't get into a lot but at least you're not priced out of the market and that's the thing that that really bugs me about the sandbox and other things like that is it's just a little guy the person who has no money, the non-accredited investor, doesn't have a chance. But in Upland, they do. So that's the reason I like it. Nice. So. Yeah, I tried. I tried it as well. But you need you need a little bit of a a little bit of money. You need to buy a little bit of coin there in order to really get moving into uh, into the uh, the game. All right. So Detroit is the city that's open right now, and you can buy you can buy properties there for only four thousand epics, and they give you six thousand to start. So you can buy at least one property to start. And if you just flip it for like six to seven, it'll probably sell pretty quick. I know I bought, what, five properties in Detroit for about 4K each, and they all sold for seven really quickly. So that's one way nice. of getting yourself off the ground. And that's what I said is you don't have to have a lot of money. You know, the, I think the Upix, and I'm not trying to make this an Upix plug. I'm just trying to say that Upix makes it possible for the little guys to actually get a, a foothold, which is great. So let's talk about some senators in the U.S., all right, so we're going to head on over to the next news article here by Crypto Potato. This one is written by Felix Molin. Uh, let's see, uh, Senator Cynthia Loomis shares details of the crypto bill she has been working on. Now, I did read this article a little earlier, and it's... it's to, I read the article, but I have not read the bill. And it's just kind of odd to me that uh, Loomis is kind of pretending that she's doing something, but in reality is not really doing anything. Because uh, this bill doesn't really 
do anything that hasn't already been done. So it's like, what, 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 what's new about this bill? So uh, let's see. Cynthia Loomis is a Republican from Wyoming. She was interviewed by Axios News Media. And here is a quote. We've designed. OK, so talking about the bill, we designed it so it works within the customary framework for managing and regulating traditional assets. So, for example, Bitcoin is a commodity. We know that. So it would fall under the Commodity Futures Trading Commission. We know that. That's already been, a, that's a thing, okay? So why is that going to be part of this new bill? It's, it's already a thing, right? Mm -hmm. um, uh, for the purpose of trading and on-the-spot markets and the future markets. And then uh, when something fits in the Howey test, that makes it a security. It would fall under the Securities Exchange Commission. We know that. This is already a thing. So what's, what's new about this, okay? Uh, so the bill technically won't curb uh, crypto innovation. I don't know that because I have not read the bill directly, but according to this news article or what she said, it's not going to make uh, make much of a difference in crypto. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if this bill, all it's doing is just trying to collect more taxes on, on crypto. Or, yeah, or just um, read it. Yeah, the, the language of the bill is something like, uh, oh, we're saying everything is already true so we can make, you know, it's like filling in with lorem epsom. I don't know if you know what that is or not. It's the the yeah. filler yeah. filler text when you're trying to write an article and just have filler text on it. It's like, um, this is all BS. You're just doing it to say that you did something. Right, exactly. That's why when I was reading this, I'm like, what, what did you do that's different? There's nothing cool. There's nothing innovative about this bill. You're just literally copying and pasting what's already been done. It's mm -hmm. what, what What's new about this? So why are you wasting air? Anyways, here's something that is actually not um, on, that, that's not going to be on the bill is NFTs. And NFTs are not yet identified of what they're going to be, which would it surprise me if they're going to be some type of asset. And that's where they're going to be categorized as, as assets, most likely um, under the S, uh, SEC. Yeah. And that's the, my opinion, just from the way things have been going with uh, with NFTs. Uh, the cool thing about uh, Ravencoin, if you guys haven't checked out Ravencoin, is that they've already had the structure built into the UTXO of Ravencoin where you guys can create your, uh, your assets directly from there and it's all re regulated within the blockchain, the direct layer one blockchain. So there's no if, ands, or buts. It's already on the core protocol level. So when you're creating your assets or your NFTs, you don't need to worry about smart contracts or any BS. All right, and that's pretty much it. That's This was well. more of a disappointment than anything. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's she's just kind of blowing her horn like, hey, pay attention to me, pay attention to me. Like, Great, yeah. do something. Yeah. <laughs> All right, finally, something about Argentina here. Two Argentinian banks to reportedly launch crypto trading services. Hey, more people getting into it. Awesome. This is from Jordan Leidenshev, the article on Crypto Potato. Um, basically, it's just, you know, another... South Africa, South American country joining the fray of, of the fund with Bitcoin, but in order to allow people to trade uh, crypto within their um, fiat currency that they have. And uh, it's, it's not a, I mean, I'm not disappointed, but what they say here is that two entities have partnered with the crypto uh, wallet Lirium for the new service, which will reportedly be available on Monday. Um, the youth group is uh, asked this for the most, of course, the young people of the world who are, seem to be the most into crypto, unsurprisingly, although I wouldn't consider myself one of the, quote, young people of the world. I, I'm not as old as Biden <laughs> or Trump, yeah. but, uh, I mean, they're both old enough to be my parents. But um, Let me stop you there real quick, if you don't mind. Yeah. I want to ask you, have you met, like, teenagers or young adults 
in real life that are into crypto. I'm talking yes. about. Yes. Uh, in fact, the reason I say this early. is because the people who got me into crypto were, well, they were at the time teenagers. Um, and that was, of course, 10 years ago. So they're in their 20s now. But um, ah. yeah, I, I know it's it's weird to say it that way. But my one of my Sunday school students, when I was a teacher over a decade ago, got me into Bitcoin because he was mining it on his computer in 2010. So, um, yes, I do know. Well, he, like I said, he, he's not a teenager anymore. But, um, yeah, there was a teenager who got me into it. And I was, you know, in my what early 30s at the time. So here's a message from 87. He says age doesn't dictate intelligence. Very right. well said. No, I mean, you could be wise beyond your years. That's the reason IQs are higher. So um, <laughs> if a person can can perceive the good of the reality that's going on currently. Absolutely. I think the thing that's most disturbing to me is that people of my own generation, although there are certainly a lot of people who are very wealthy, they're in their, in, in uh, the forties age group, which is where I am. Um, it still bothers me the number of people who just don't care and don't know and don't want to know. So I, I think for me, crypto is almost like a religion in a sense is if you don't get it, you just don't get it. And it's not it's not because it's impossible to get, but because it is a um, it is a it is you need a future site, and if you don't have a future site, you're just not going to see it. So I don't mean to put anyone down by that, but some people just you just can't convince them. As much as I've tried, I've tried and tried and tried and tried, and so has John. Hey, you know what? I forgot to mention the quote of the day. Oh yeah. Oh, that's right. We forgot the beginning. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let me, let and, me, and the let me job of the day. <laughs> the job of the day. That's right. Let me uh, find the quote of the day really quick. I apologize. We're working on a new format here. Uh, oh, what did I do? <laughs> ah, where'd you go, dude? Don't leave me. Okay, good. Whoops! Whoops! <laughs> wrong, wrong, wrong button. button. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's see. Let's go with the quote of the day here. Podcast episodes. Uh, okay, quote of the day for episode four hundred one. Cryptocurrencies are vastly distinguished from any fiat currency because, unlike the centrally controlled fiat currencies, you cannot be canceled or denied the ability to make transactions anywhere, anytime, without the interference of any other third-party agencies. Boom. Right. Nice. That's by Owali Daniel. What's the uh, crypto job of the day? Job of the day. Now, let's head on up. Now, if you guys don't know, you guys can join us in the Discord. We got a bunch of things on there. We got memes. uh, We got crypto NFTs. We have a bunch of crypto news if you want the uh, latest. And we got a crypto careers channel here. Now, we're going to head over to uh, the newest one down at the bottom. It's called... Open up the link here. And let's see. This one's a director... Marketing. Uh, exit this out. Director of marketing for Taffy. This is Salt Lake City, Utah. Uh, let's see. This is a mid-level. Ex- they're looking for mid-level experience. Why we exist at Taffy and Daz 3D. We built tools to help humans and brands express themselves through stylized and uber creative assets for the digital world. About Taffy and Daz 3D. Daz 3D empowers 3D artists and designers with free comprehensive software suite and a massive 3D marketplace with over five million in. Uh, intercompatible assets for DAS Studios and other 3D applications. DAS 3D and Taffy have entered the NFT space with many collections releasing throughout the year. Leveraging DAS technology, Taffy's mission is to make 
personalized avatars, NFTs, and branded digital content available to everyone who wants to level up their digital personality. Partnering with mobile phone platforms and software applications, Taffy puts its world-class avatar content engine at our customers' fingertips. All right. Now, let's see what they are looking for. Let's see. You bring to Dazi 3D and Taffy. They're looking for someone that has four years of marketing leadership experience, B2B marketing experience with one or more of the following product services offering, creative services, creative agencies, developer-focused enterprise, blockchain, crypto, and or NFTs. Excellent organizational skills with the ability to prioritize important projects. There it is. Yep. And if you have any bonus skills like experience working in the startup culture or participate in the NFT ecosystem. Yeah, that's a big plus. Yeah. Obviously, if you're going to be working for this company, making NFTs, you kind of already have to know the ins, of, ins and outs of NFTs. Exactly. Be comfortable with them. So, yeah. Oh, wow. And if you want to do it in an affordable way, I'm going to recommend Ravencoin once again. It's just going to cost you, uh, as of right now, what's like 40, like 50 cents at the most. 50 cents to make your NFT. Not, mm -hmm. that, not, that, not that bad. Nope. All right. Well, that, All right. that wraps up everything. We're a little over time, but that's fine. And we still got people tagging along in, in uh, Twitch. We appreciate everybody coming and hanging out. Our show format trying to get a little bit shorter. But um, let's Good. just wrap this, this up. up. So I will say, as we often say when we're departing the show, stack sats and hodl. Adios.